Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. As we start the show today, I want to ask you, how are you feeling? How are you feeling right now? Go in and check in with yourself. Today, the show is dropping on September 11th. And I want to recognize that because that was a tragic day in my country and people will be remembering throughout today, 9-11. And if we have listeners worldwide, so maybe this isn't your part of your collective memory, but you will have a period in your life, you will have a day in your life that you'll never forget. And so I invite everyone here to remember and to honor those times that were so difficult and life-changing as we've learned how to move through and rise back up again. Years ago, I interviewed Patricia Carrington. She was a survivor of 9-11. She was a spouse survivor. Her husband had passed and she talked about the ability, and this was like 2008 or 2009, the ability to rise back up. So I had interviewed her and I think about her, especially a lot today. That was 19 years ago. So we have (laughs) 9-11. We're in a couple days, at least for me, six months into COVID. (laughs) I remember back in the day, I was like, okay, week one, week two, thinking we'll be out of this pretty soon. Six months into COVID. And here's what I know about the latest happenings. People are behaving poorly. (laughs) Poorly, my friend. This is happening with all my clients. This is happening in my life. People are behaving poorly. They are losing their shit. And the other thing is when people have their backs up against the wall, you get to see who they are. One of the things that I've been thinking about recently was, as I've been dealing with a lot of poor behaviors is, wow thank you. (laughs) Thank you for showing me who you really are instead of me thinking you are a much nicer human. (laughs) So today is 9-11. I honor those of you who had tremendous loss on this day. Today, we're about six months into COVID, depending on what part of the world you're in. I honor those of you who this has been hard and it's been hard for me too. I get it. And what's really, really important is how are you filling yourself up? I have loved biography since the third grade and I would get to go to the library every Wednesday in school and I get to get check out books and I'd always grab biographies. So I Lewis and Clark, Eleanor Roosevelt. I just loved biographies and I love them again. I was reading in fiction. I don't read a lot of fiction, but this book was recommended by somebody I really trust and admire. And it was a fiction book. And there's so much drama in it. And I wasn't sleeping well. I have enough drama in my day-to-day life. I don't need to fill up my brain before I go to sleep with drama. So one night this week, I 
decided, what do I need? What do I need? I was like, I need strength. I need resilience. I need to read stories about strong women. And so I grabbed two books. One was a biography and then another was a book about the stories of strong women and their resilience. So that's one way I do it. And the other is I love, 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 love docuseries, love them. And one of the ones that I just absolutely loved and my husband and I just finished it, if you have not watched it, and especially if you're of my era, while I'm not a big professional sports fan, there was a time in the 90s, I would always watch the NBA playoffs. I would just wait till we got to that part of the season and I'd watch and I'd love to watch Michael Jordan. And I don't have a good eye for basketball. I can't see what I can see in the sport of swimming, but I love to watch it. Anyways, we finally finished The Last Dance. And those of you who have Netflix, it's on there. It is awesome. I love to watch high performers. I love to get inside of their brains and see what makes them tick and get outside of, I mean, it's probably a bit of a highlight reel, but there's some messy stuff that they show too in the docuseries. But I love to see all of that. And it's also really important because we get to see how big of a jerk Michael Jordan was to his teammates. They said different words than that, but I'll say that on the show. And so it's fascinating because I think those of us, you know, especially women, we're like, oh, I have to be nice. I have to be accommodating, right? I can't be a jerk. And as I sit here in my t-shirt that says, well-behaved women rarely make history. So I love that docuseries because it showed all of it, the messiness, the imperfections, you know, because we don't give ourselves the grace of being imperfect and because we think it will get in our way. And here's somebody who had an amazing career and he was imperfect and he worked really hard and somebody that I just admire and I really enjoyed The Last Dance. So that's one thing that I've really used to help fill me up in these difficult times. And then I've also listened to podcasts and been leaning on those. So those are ways, whether it's COVID or 9-11, what are you filling yourself up with to help you, to help support you, to help give you nuggets of insight so that you can continue to rise back up and move forward? This week, I want to talk about this very simple sentence (laughs) that can actually create a lot of pain and shame and frustration and anger with yourself. And when we go through a difficult time, what can happen is our old behaviors can come back or we start to relive things that we think we've moved beyond and all of a sudden, (laughs) here we are. And it can feel like Groundhog's Day. But a sentence, a thought that we tell ourselves, and this actually happened with a client of mine this week, is she goes, Corinne, I thought I was past this. And I get that because I've told myself that same thought. Like, I thought I was past this. Why am I dealing with this? I thought I've done my work. What's wrong with me? Notice that shame spiral, that downward spiral that happens. So I want to talk about these little voices in the back of our head that say, I thought I was past this. It doesn't mean you haven't done your work. It doesn't mean that you're a fraud. It doesn't mean that what you're doing, the toolboxes that you have is broken. (laughs) What it means is you have come into a situation where you're going through some struggle. Maybe there's some old patterns that are coming up. Maybe there's some, it's the same 
circumstance, but different people. <laughs> like, wait a second. I dealt with this crap in 2006. Why am I dealing with it in 2020? That's what my brain was saying a few weeks ago. It's the same damn crap. It's not that I haven't done my work or that it's not working. It's there's some fine tuning. There's like, oh, sometimes it's just remembering how far I've come because now I'm going through this again. It's like, oh yes, here's what's happening. So we all have work to do. We all do. We are always a work in progress. Remember that, my friend. And just because you get triggered into old patterns doesn't mean you haven't done your work or that you've done it wrong. We do that, right? We beat ourselves up. No, you haven't done anything wrong. And it doesn't mean that you haven't done your work. Instead, this is our falling down moment. And I have to remind myself that all the time. This is my falling down moment. And remember, when you fall down, you can and you will rise up. Let's look at the swimming pool (laughs) because I love swimming. So one of the things that happens with great swimmers and is they'll dive into the pool. <laughs> this is, you know, this could be high school swimmers, college swimmers, Olympians. They'll dive into the pool and then all of a sudden they can't swim. <laughs> now, maybe per your eyes, they could swim, but for themselves or their coach, they may look like they're drowning. It's like, what has just happened to you? And they just can't swim. So it doesn't mean they haven't mastered swimming. It just means they're out of alignment. So what happens is their stroke may be off. Their health may be poor. Maybe they're coming down with a flu. They may need sleep. They may be overtrained. They may need to improve on their nutrition. There's things that are out of alignment. So when you have this thought of, I thought I was past this because you're having an old circumstance come back and it's getting you triggered, and maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's all over. I'm going to live down by the river in a van. Like That's a very common fearful belief that a lot of my clients will have, and they're highly successful. You have to go back into, am I tired? Am I exhausted? Is my capacity with this COVID situation been tapped? Don't discount if COVID hasn't touched your family or or within your inside network. These are just hard times and own that part. These are hard times making the decisions that we're having to make to remember to bring a mask when we go someplace. We're hitting decision fatigue. So these are hard times. Know that. What do you need that fits with your ability to have right now? So that's what we do with swimmers. When they lose their strokes and they can't swim and they look like they're drowning, we look at, okay, what are the elements? What do they need? What's out of alignment? So when you find yourself in the moment of, I thought I was past this, remind yourself, of course this is happening. It's my old way of being. We can be in 2020 and all of a sudden be 5, 8, 12, 25 and just revert back to that in a blink of an eye. And we go back to the way we acted at that time, instead of remembering, hey, this is who I am right now. These are the tools that I have. I can figure it out. But before you can get there, what you need to do is to be able to feel your feelings. And that's why I started this show with, how are you feeling today? We need to learn 
how we are feeling and to be able to acknowledge it, to recognize it, to be able to identify it, to put a label on it, because your feelings are really important and they're giving you information and they can help you regulate yourself. So feel your feelings. Typically, when I tell myself, crap, I thought I was past this. What the hell's going on? I am feeling shame. Like, see, you're just a fraud, Kryn. Who do you think you are? You're bad, right? Yes, even for me, that belief of I am bad still pops up. It did last week. There's nothing wrong with me because of it. It's not that I'm broken. It's just part of the process. These old tapes come back. So then I can identify and go, oh, that's still there. <laughs> Hello, old friend. <laughs> and humor is a nice way to move through it. <laughs> right? Laughing with myself, standing with myself, being on my own team. So feeling your feelings, right? If it's shame, anger, frustration, feel your feelings way better than beating yourself up or giving up or sulking or like sometimes I'll be like, oh, I just want that white knight to rescue me. And then I'm like, nobody's the boss of me. Right? The cognitive dissonance in my brain is so fascinating. But instead, feel your feelings. And when you have the space, you know, I want to say the appropriate venue, you have the space, go ahead and cry. Like I have cried so much in the month of August. It's, I don't want to say it's ridiculous because that would be a judgment, but I've just cried and I'm not a big crier, but the floodgates have opened. Now I'm not going to cry when I'm out there with the aqua monsters and I'm leading a bunch of kids, but there'd be spaces in my time in my day where I was like, I'd hit capacity and I let myself cry. And whether it was in my office or on a walk, or I don't even know the different times. So having that space for yourself to be able to process, feel your feelings. It's okay. I was ashamed of crying and I had to own that story. There's nothing wrong with crying. It's a human function. So feel your feelings. That's the first thing. When you start to notice, I thought I was past it. Stay out of judgment, be compassionate, feel your feelings. What are you feeling? And then after you've processed and maybe in that moment or, you know, maybe an hour or two later, you know, you just let all that out. Then ask yourself, what do I need? What do I need? Sometimes what I needed was to go to bed. Got into bed at eight o'clock or 745. I needed to go to bed. I needed to read. Needed to not watch television. I needed to talk with somebody. So what do you need? I need to listen to a podcast. What do you need? Ask yourself that. And then maybe the next day when you're more grounded, I have two favorite questions that my good friend Renee Sievert, who's been on the show before, has taught me. I love these two questions. It took me a long time to really get it in my toolbox and do better at asking. And even this week, I didn't ask myself this question. I would use a question that was more beating myself up. So we all make mistakes. It's okay. But these two questions are, what's working well? What needs improvement? That, my friend, is a growth mindset. What's working well? Honor that. What are you doing well? Maybe you're like, hey, I felt my feelings. I used to hate to feel my feelings. I ran from my feelings. I didn't even know what I felt. I felt my feelings. 
For me to say last week, I was ashamed because I was crying was really huge. That's working well, actually, because I owned my story and I was really working on owning it and acknowledging it and not judging myself. That was the story in my head. And that was able to help let go of some of the shame I had about crying and then realizing and actually getting support from friends saying, Corinne, that is not weakness. There's nothing to be ashamed about. You're tired. You're stressed, right? We all need those people that can support us. So those two questions, what's working well, what needs improvement? Those are way better than the thought of, I thought I was past this, or I'm a fraud, or what I do doesn't work. See, this is really who I am, a big old fraud. That's the downward spiral. What's working well? What needs improvement? Those are two great questions to ask yourself. Remember, in our personal evolution, we're all on this journey of a personal evolution. There's not a destination you get to. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly, if you have children, think about that. You know, before it was, okay, when are they going to stand? When are they going to eat solid foods? When are they going to do this? They're constantly evolving. We too are constantly evolving, no matter how old we are. And we will have past shame triggers show up. We will be brought right back to our old self. And you may visit there. It may be 30 seconds, five minutes. It may be a few days. It's okay. It's okay. If you fight it, it's going to be there longer. If you feel it and move through it, you'll get through the other side. So I realize it sucks. We don't want to go to those places, but you aren't doing personal development wrong. We have our past stored deep, deep inside of us. And when you are able to be compassionate with yourself, when you do allow yourself to feel your feelings, you can move through and actually release your old stories. So the next time, my friend, you notice that old stuff coming back, and it's usually pretty fast, say, hello, old friend. I've got this. I know the way through. And it's okay if right now sucks. Because I know I will get through this. I have before and I will again. And how you're going to get through is you're going to feel your feelings. You're going to ask yourself what you need. You're going to take care of yourself and then you'll get through it. And it may not be clear in that moment, but what I do know is that when you take those steps, the clarity does come. All right, my friend, I'm smelling big for you. Hey, If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you'll love my weekly emails. I know you're thinking, Corinne, really? Do I want another email in my overflowing inbox? Yes, you do. Yippee, skippy, you do. These are short. They're sweet. On Fridays, I send out the Friday podcast. It's a great reminder that there's a new show and it comes straight into your inbox of the latest episode. Awesome. You click on it, you go straight because we all need reminders. We have busy full lives. And then on Sundays, I have my Sunday love column. And these are emails I write from the heart. They're filled with love. We need more love. We all do, myself included. These are short emails where you get a quick takeaway so you can incorporate this into your life. 
because people often want to know what to do and how to do it. And maybe sometimes it's a story that you get, or there's like one time I wrote about the 10 ways to practice gratitude. And that became such a great tool when one of the readers was struggling in the middle of the night, because it can be a scary place in our brains in the middle of the night. And she remembered the email that I sent about 10 ways to practice gratitude. And she was able to practice gratitude and fall back asleep. And that was an awesome lesson for her to incorporate into her life. Go to the show notes and there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get these emails in your box. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.